Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode 65 of the King's Den as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I am your host Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 65 of the King's Den. Lots to talk about, but of course, before we get into it all, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the King's Den THPN and now on Instagram at the King's Den THPN. We have something like 50 followers after one week. Let's keep it up. Keep it growing. Follow us on Instagram at the King's Den THPN. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy. That's Jordy with a Y. And on Instagram at Jordy underscore Cunningham 23. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram as well at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube for all of our great video footage that uh, that we are starting to use around the network. A lot of a lot of podcasts are using video for their network. A lot of people are doing live podcasts around the network. So definitely check that out on YouTube as well. And check us out on Patreon for just one dollar. Just one dollar. You can find all our exclusive bonus content, including a new after hours from last Saturday night. It was so much fun. I know I talked about it on the last show, but you should definitely check it out. I was on for the first half of it, but a bunch of people were around, were on the network doing it. Tom Franklin of Blue Notes, he's the one that, that took control of it this time, and it was a lot of fun, so definitely check that out on Patreon for just $1, or I believe it is on YouTube as well. Definitely check it out. Okay, episode 65 of the King's Den. A few, we have some King's news, we have a King's... We have to talk about jerseys a little bit. And then, of course, we will finish the episode with a little bit of Bachelorette talk. And I got to tell you, I regret picking the Bachelorette to talk about after episode two because that shit was wild. Apparently, there are no rules anymore, but we will get to that towards the end of the episode. We have to talk about with a little bit of LA Kings news, of course, because this is the Kings Den. Alex Terracott and Tyler Madden. Two of the top prospects for the LA Kings. They were a group of a bunch of LA Kings prospects playing overseas where it's a little safer because of the whole COVID-19 pandemic. There's hockey hockey being played over there right now. A lot of prospects from not just around the Kings, but from other teams are there as well. Alex Turcotte and Tyler Madden are on their way home. Alex Turcotte has just decided he wants to train in LA I'm sure he had fun over in Europe but he wants to come home he wants to train in LA maybe if it's safe train with some of his teammates back in LA so he is on his way back to LA and Tyler Madden is on his way back to LA because he is injured he has suffered a hand injury he is going to get reevaluated in LA when he gets back from Europe and man that's a tough go that is a tough goal for Tyler Madden. Another hand injury. That was the one. I'm sure we talked about it when the whole Toffoli trade went down and Tyler Madden came back to LA and a part of the deal with the Canucks. Is Tyler Madden, he's a young kid. He's a tough kid. But he has had his injury struggles, man. He has had a tough time with injuries. It's And it's tough, especially for a young kid. Of course, they're young. You think that they can get through it. But he's had a lot. This is his second hand, hand injury. It wasn't specific if it was the same hand that he injured in the spring. And he's had, a, he's had other injury issues as well. I believe a back or a hip issue as well. He's had injury issues. And for a young kid, that's tough to swallow. Tough to see. You hope he can overcome it. But Turcotte did. Turcotte had a big injury. He overcame it. There's been a few LA Kings prospects that have had big injuries and they've overcome it. But 
it is tough. And you kind of think, you kind of think about the fact: do the Canucks know know something that the Kings don't? Of course, the physicals went through, so the trade was okay. But did the Canucks just not trust Tyler Madden's injury history? Because it's been there's been a lot now in his short career. Of course, he hasn't even played in the in the NHL yet. But do you think at what point is too many injuries enough to concern you? Because Tyler Madden's had quite a few now, and now that like they didn't they weren't specific on what happened over in Europe, why he's coming home, why it's a hand injury. The one in the spring, he just he blocked a shot, broke broke a finger. That happens. That's part of hockey. That's one that they're like, hey, you're putting your body on the line. You want to see players do that. It's shitty when a player gets hurt doing it. But hey, it happens. It happens. It does happen. So, you know, it's just it's tough to see. Again, some are fluke injuries. You speak about, you look, for example, at Chris Tanev with the Canucks, now a Calgary Flame. Last year was his first, I think, full season without an injury. He had been injured every season. And he's one of these guys. He puts his body on the line. He blocks shots. He gets hurt. And that could kind of be the same with Tyler Madden, you know, like he, he is, I don't want, you don't want to use the word prone either. He's not injury prone because blocking a shot, like, yeah, that has a chance to break, to break a bone. And maybe that's what happened in Europe. I don't know, but he has had other injuries as well. And injuries are a tough thing. So, you know, it's a tough thing to deal with, especially for a young kid. It's frustrating for a young kid when they're dealing with injuries like that, but you just hope that he gets through it, he is healthy, and he recovers. I think I saw a timeline that he won't be healthy until December, which is four to six weeks. That's You, I, I can't, you can't even say usual because we don't know the extent of the injury or if it was a break or what, but he is injured enough that he is coming home back to L.A. to get reevaluated by the Kings training staff and it's it is unfortunate because you like to see the kids get game action well they can't over here right now in north america you want to see them get game action where they can which they were in europe of course it was all safe in europe there's still COVID, obviously but it's safer than it is here in north america and it's definitely it's just tough for a young kid to go to be going through injuries like that it's and it's not just tough on you on like your physical aspect on your physical part of the game but the mental part of the game it's people don't realize how big the mental part of the game is for anyone and dealing with injuries man that can that can mess you up upstairs man because it is tough to deal with injuries can be tough to deal with when you want to be on the ice and you want to be playing and help your team out again thankfully thankfully in a sense the kings aren't playing right now so he wouldn't be playing for the Kings, but it is frustrating that he was getting game action over in Europe, and now he has to come home because of this injury. Again, a tough go for Tyler Madden, but Tyler Madden and Alex Kirkott are coming home from Europe. Of course, Tyler Madden, like we just talked about, a hand injury, and Alex Kirkott just wanted to come home to train in L.A. Hello, bonjour, hello, hi, heya, and previet, hockey fans. Welcome to the Europuck Podcast, the show where two Brits talk all things European hockey as part of the Hockey Podcast Network. If you want to keep updated on all of the latest news, scores, or standings from across the European hockey world, 
You want to get some insight from some very interesting guests discussing their stories with hockey and how the sport grows around in Europe in different interesting places. Or if you want to keep updated with all of the leagues across Europe that are either playing, have been suspended, cancelled, delayed indefinitely, then do check out our latest episodes of the Europuck podcast every Friday as part of the Hockey Podcast Network. We have a YouTube channel, the Europuck Podcast, and you can listen to us wherever else you get your podcasts. So check us out every Fridays and we'll see you there, folks. Speaking of hockey in Europe, that's a word from our boys, the Europuck Podcast here at the Hockey Podcast Network. Definitely check them out. Like it said, new episodes every Friday for them. So definitely check them out. They're awesome. Maybe we'll have them on soon to talk about the Kings prospects that are playing over in Europe right now. But definitely check them out. The Europuck Podcast right here presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Check it out. Now, before we get on to a little bit of Jersey talk, because there has been a lot of Jersey talk lately in hockey and i want to talk about it for the kings i want to talk about one more thing quickly because you guys know on top of hockey i am a massive baseball fan as well and i just want to say go dodgers they're killing it right now i want them to i want them to win the world series obviously not just because we are the official podcast of the la kings where we cheer a lot of things la here but i actually want them to win they deserve it. They are a team that's been so good for so long, and they have been so close to winning the World Series that they deserve it. Of course, they've lost in the World Series. They've been bounced a little earlier than that over the fa- over the past few years. But this is their year. They absolutely can do it. Right now, they are up 2-1 in the series. We're recording this midday Saturday. The series could be over by the time this comes out, actually, as they play Game 4 tonight and then Game 5 on Sunday night. Of course, the Dodgers are up 2-1 in the series, and man, they have just been killing it. Corey Seager, Mookie Betts, they've all been on another level, man. Kershaw, he's putting those demons away that he can't perform in the playoffs. Yeah, he struggled in the playoffs, but guess what? He absolutely shoved in Game 1 against the Rays, and they're just going to continue. He's just going to continue that. Walker Buehler, unbelievable in Game 3 last night on Friday night against the Rays and you know what Julio Urias tonight he's been unstoppable as well he was unbelievable in the last three innings of game seven for the Dodgers to advance against the Braves in the National League Championship Series so and you know what this Dodgers team I've loved this Dodgers team for a long time because of how versatile they are they are every player is great one through nine and on the bench and I love that you have players that can play multiple positions. I love that they're, that they're kind of flip-flopping Chris Taylor and Kike Hernandez, who, like, left field, second base, left field, second base. I love that. I love that these guys, these guys can mash as well. And this is a it's, a it's a strange year, 60-game year, extended playoffs. A lot of guys have struggled this year as well. And a lot of guys, despite struggling, have come up big, big, big in the playoffs. Cody Bellinger, Max Muncy, they didn't put up the average that, that they have in the past. But, man, have they come up big in the playoffs. Cody Bellinger, huge home runs, popping his shoulder out, <laughs> celebrating a home run, still playing. He's been unbelievable. Mookie, stealing base and getting tacos for America and and stealing home runs as well. He's been unbelievable. And the outfield, the Dodgers have been put on a display offensively and defensively. Justin Turner came to play in Game 3. Holy, started off with a home run. In the first inning and then a double in the third inning and then made that unbelievable pick to start a double play. The Dodgers are feeling themselves right now and I hope they have a 2-1 series lead and I hope that they can come away with the World Series. Maybe again, they'll 
uh, the series will be over by the time this comes out, episode 65 of the King's Den, because it is game four tonight, Saturday night, and game five on Sunday night. But, you know, enjoy it. Of course, there's no hockey right now. Go cheer on the Dodgers. They are so much fun to watch. They have so much versatility. They're just a powerhouse one through nine. They've been overpowering the Rays so far, despite only being up two to one in the series. They're just, they're playing great baseball right now. They are so much fun to watch. Again, one through nine. They're just, uh, I, I love the Dodgers. Of course, I, they're going to bring it home. I want them to win the World Series, and I think they will. And LA, you should be, Kings fans, you should be cheering them on because you just want another championship out in LA. I know you guys do. And the Dodgers, they've been so good for so long. They finally deserve this championship. Championship, sorry. So definitely cheer them on. For Game 4 tonight, Game 5 Sunday night, and for the rest of the series, and hopefully they can bring home the World Series against the Tampa Bay Rays. Go Dodgers. They are in a great position. Definitely cheer them on. Check them out this weekend. Because, again, after this weekend, it's only football for a couple months. So definitely cheer on the Dodgers and enjoy watching Dodger baseball because they are just so much fun to watch. Check it out. And just on my point there of once baseball is done, we're only going to have the NFL for a couple months, it sounds like, at least. It sounds like the NBA is going to try to start around December 22nd and do a 72-game schedule so they can still get their Christmas Day in. Of course, NBA is big day. But there were some discussions about the NHL that came out the other day as well. And it sounds like they want to do a full 82-game season, but it sounds like it will not start until January. I saw a report maybe even training camp starts in January and the season starts in late January. It's still very interesting to see what's going to happen. We talked about it last week, what's going to happen with the divisions and such. It sounds like the NHL wants to do some sort of big event to start the season, which I think it'll be very difficult to do with all 30 teams, all 31 teams at the same time. But they'll figure something out. I have full faith in the NHL and they will figure something out. But that was just a little a little tidbit that came out this week of I've been thinking about it lately like we're going to have the NFL over the next few months. But I am so sad that baseball is finishing because we're still going to have the NFL, but then we're only going to have the NFL for a couple months. November, like October, November, December, we usually have baseball, football, hockey, basketball, all going. Well, baseball just for October, but we usually have football, hockey, basketball going for all of November and December. And it's like so much fun because you got everything every night. And we're just going to have football. I'm not, I'm not saying football. Football's awesome. But football's only three times a week. And on two of those two of those days, there's only one game. And COVID has taken over the NFL here and there. So who knows what's going to happen? Who knows how many games are even going to get in or if the season's going to be delayed or what that is. So uh, that's why I'm sad baseball's ending. Like, that the baseball season is ending soon as well. But enjoy the Dodgers this weekend. And then it's going to... F- like we're gonna have the NFL, but it's gonna kind of feel like the start of quarantine, you know, the start of coronavirus, where we had nothing going on. We're still gonna have football, NFL football, and college football, but of course that's not as big up here in Canada. But it's just it's gonna feel a little weird just having football in November and December. Oh, you know what? We get the Masters in November as well, which is gonna be awesome. Again, very strange time for the Masters, but we're gonna have the Masters in November as well, and that's gonna be cool. But again, it's gonna feel so so strange it's gonna feel really strange having no hockey in 
November and December. And no basketball in November and December. But we're going to see what happens. Again, the NHL is aiming for a January start. And the NBA is aiming for a start of like a late December start just before Christmas so they can get their big day, which is Christmas Day. So, you know, who who knows what's going to happen. It might be fun. Uh, Like, who knows what's going to happen if they're going to bubble again or what's going to happen. It's going to be – can't really bubble a full 72-game schedule. But who knows? Maybe they're looking at division realignment for the one season as well or like where the Raptors are going to play because you know the Blue Jays had to play in Buffalo for the baseball season let's see if the Raptors have to play somewhere in the states as well so that'll definitely be interesting but you know, that's a little bit of an update on when the NHL is going to start and when the NBA is going to start because you just never know we just don't quite know yet what's going to happen and now the numbers are bigger than ever for coronavirus in the states right now it just really sucks that that is happening they had a record uh, 83,000, over 83,000 cases in a day the other day. That sucks. So, again, it's just the numbers going up just makes it worse. So who knows what's going to happen. It's really it's really shitty to see that the numbers are going up again. And uh, there's just no words to describe how shitty it is that the coronavirus numbers are going up again because we want to know when we're going to get hockey back. We want to know when we're going to get basketball back again. And it's just going to be – we just have to wait and see at this point we just have to wait and see and it's shitty but it is what it is at this point uh, yeah we just kind of got to wait and it, it's shitty that it has to be it is what it is but it's the truth it's the truth and i don't want to get into politics or anything like that because i don't really like talking about politics but like it's just it's shitty that covid is the numbers are popping again in the states and we want to know when hockey and basketball are are going to start up again the next season so we just have to wait and see when that is going to happen hopefully the numbers get better but we will see what happens it's, it's it's an interesting time in america right now and the i think it's nine days till the election now single digit days till the election it is interesting days in america ahead that's for sure but covid's popping in the states again it's hey bigger numbers are up here in canada as well and it sucks so we just have to wait and see what is going to happen with covid but having said all that i hope you guys, the listeners, are staying safe, staying healthy, social distancing, not going to big parties, not going to big crowds, wearing your mask. That's the biggest one. Just I hope you guys are staying safe and staying healthy and not getting into trouble and not getting sick during this crazy time that we're living in because we're still living in it and it's still a long time before it's going to go away. Now, we have to get to a little bit of Jersey talk for your LA Kings because there have been rumors over the last week it started with Pittsburgh and the Philadelphia Flyers. And now it sounds like it's going to go throughout the whole NHL that the next season, during next season, every team is going to get a fourth jersey called a reverse retro jersey. And what does that mean? It means it's going to be a bit of a retro jersey, but with a different take on it. So it's either going to look a little different or or the colors will be reversed or something like that. And you ask yourself, how... like. What, what jersey are they going to pick? What era are they going to pick? For, like, not just the Kings, but any team. And the the Pittsburgh ones and the Philly ones, they were a bit okay. It sounds like, even though they've only been in the league for three years, Vegas is going to get a fourth jersey. They just announced that gold abomination. I don't think it's that good of a jersey, the gold jersey. The, the apparent, the rumored reverse retro jersey is a 
thousand times better. There's a photo of it online. It's just rumored. It's a red jersey with their third logo as the main logo on the jersey. That thing is sick. That is a thousand times better than that gold one. So I've been I've been thinking, and I was gonna ask you guys, what do you think the Kings retro jersey, a uh, reverse retro jersey, would look like? And then I got curious because there have been jerseys leaking out. If it's gonna happen, what it's gonna look like? So I go I before I was doing my research, and I was like, you know what? Is there a rumor out there of what the Kings reverse retro jersey is going to look like? And let me tell you, the rumor going around for what the Kings reverse retro jersey is, this thing is unbelievable. This thing is sick. So it is the Gretzky era jersey. The Los Angeles Kings well, logo across it. The, you you know you know the Gretzky era jerseys, the black and silver, what they look like, the logo in the middle. But they're not black and silver. They are purple and yellow. The colors of the first jerseys in LA Kings history, but with but with the style of the second jerseys in LA Kings history, the second style of jerseys in LA Kings history. That is sick. I tweeted a photo of it already on at the Kingston THPN. I will tweet it again to ask you guys what you think of it. I think it is unbelievable, this idea. I think it is a great idea. Uh, so again, the apparent reverse retro jersey that's being rumored right now is the LA Kings Gretzky jersey, but in a purple and gold color. So the whole jersey is purple with the Kings logo in the middle gold. But the writing in purple. And then on the sleeves, two yellow stripes. And then a white stripe where the jersey number is. And then that's on the bottom of the jersey as well. It is a great concept idea. I hope it comes to fruition. Because these things are, I think, awesome. I think they look great. And I think that they should be an option for the LA Kings. Because I think they are just a great, great jersey. That they should that they should try. I love this concept. I hope it is the Kings reverse retro jersey. I hope this reverse retro jersey rumor that's going around is a thing. Because I think it's a great idea for the NHL to do. I think to bring a little bit more flair into jerseys. Kind of change jerseys up a little bit. And it'll be interesting to see what comes around. What different teams do and stuff like that. It sounds like the Kings are going to... Sorry, it sounds like the Sharks one is going to be very interesting. The Ducks one, the rumor looks like just a... I don't want to say a disgrace, but it doesn't look good the Kings or the Ducks one doesn't look good. But if this is truly what the Kings are going to go with this purple and gold, but with the Gretzky, but the Gretzky era ones, that is an unbelievable idea, unbelievable concept. And I hope that they stick with that because it looks so good. Again, check us out at the Kings and THPN. There is a photo of it. I think it looks so good and let us know what you think. I think it's awesome, but check it out. Let us know what you think. If the Kings go with this, it's going to be one of the best reverse retro jerseys in hockey if every team does go with a reverse retro jersey in their repertoire because I think this looks so good, so awesome. It will easily be one of the best ones in the whole league, but check it out. Let us know what you think at the Kings Den THPN on Twitter. It is right there. Now, of course, this is episode 65 of the Kings Den. Thank you so much for listening. Now, of course, as always... Well, as, not as always. This is the second episode talking about it. But we have to get to some Bachelorette talk because I said this is going to be the official podcast of the Bachelorette here at the Hockey Podcast Network. So we're going to talk about it. Episode 2, of course, we talked a little bit about it in episode 1. And there is drama in episode 2 and after show drama. So 
like there was drama that came out the last couple of days after the show. So let's let's talk about it. First of all, Claire, of course, she's the bachelorette, oldest bachelorette, thirty nine years old. She freaking loves this Dale guy. She is in love with this Dale guy already. She wants to go home with Dale. She would choose Dale right now. But of course, she has to give other people a chance. I think first of all, Claire, she is needy. I won't lie. I like say what you want about it. You watch it, you know she has she was so there was she there was a there was a group of the guys and she goes to talk with uh Bennett. <laughs> Bennett's hilarious on my mind. He is like very business like <laughs> doesn't sweat, seems perfect. It's all he's so funny to me. Again, when you watch it you you get it. He 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 thinks highly of himself. You get that when you look at him that he thinks highly of himself. Very like looks like he's a part of a boat club, stuff like that. It's very funny, you'll get it. But, you know, I feel bad for Bennett because Bennett is like, yeah, Claire, let's go talk. And then Claire's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. As they're talking, she's like, wait a minute, hold on. I got to get this off my chest. Didn't it seem like no one wanted to talk to me right away? And then she went over and confronted all the guys. She was like, why didn't you guys want to talk to me? What? 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 And and like all the guys were kind of put off by it. They were like, what? Uh, and then Yosef said something pretty stupid about it, but uh, yeah, Yosef isn't isn't doing well. I'll tell you that. But so that happens. I felt bad for Bennett because he didn't get any more time with her after that, and she was just kind of like, "Yeah, no one wanted to talk to me. What the hell?" And I I thought that was a bit weird. Like it's the guys are just learning, right? Like they don't want to really they want to, they want to all talk with you, Claire, but they don't have a like. It's a weird show, you know. It's strange. So then after that, Claire goes on a one-on-one with Jason where they talk about deep feelings, deep issues. But, you know, it kind of opens them up. It goes really well. Jason gets a rose, so he gets to stay on the show for now. For now. But he gets a rose. And then you get to the second group date of the episode. And this, this is where I regret picking the bachelorette to talk about on here on the King's Den. As apparently there are no rules this year so on this group date the guys get to play dodgeball red team versus blue team nothing wrong with that claire goes let's raise the stakes let's do strip dodgeball so every time a team loses they have to take off article of clothing this is where i did not need to watch anymore red team smokes blue team just smokes the blue team and the blue team, it was six on six. The blue team, because they are the losers, they had to walk back to the house naked. You know what? Can't win them all. And a couple of guys, they were like, yeah, they're just showing confidence to Claire. Claire, I, I was, it was a wild thing to happen. Just, there are no rules on the show apparently anymore. And speaking of no rules, this happened later. And I am, Blake is the man. Claire loves Dale through two episodes. Blake is the man. Blake was on the losing team of the dodgeball. He had to wear it. So when they're on the losing team. They lost. They don't get to spend the rest of the night with Claire. The other six guys do. There are no rules. Claire's talking with one of the guys. Blake comes up out of nowhere when he's not allowed to talk with them. With Claire. And goes, I want to come talk with Claire. And the guy lets him. He wasn't happy about it. He was like, dude, you lost. What the hell? Like, you don't get to talk with him. But he lets... He lets Blake talk to Claire. And then 
a group of the guys come to come to get Blake. Like, what the hell, dude? What are you doing? What are you, a sore loser? Like, they called him a sore loser. They didn't think he deserved to be talking with Claire when he when he lost. But Blake was like, Blake showed the confidence. He was like, no, like, I want to talk to Claire. I'm gonna I'm gonna get eliminated if I don't get to talk to her. Even though he put in work in the first episode, he it came out in the first episode he broke rules because he was DMing Claire during like before the show started. And now he's just breaking the rules again. Good Canadian kid, football player from Canada. He's he's just trying to do his work to put work in. And honestly, I love it. I love the move. You lost, but you know what? Hey, I gotta talk to her. She is who I want. I gotta talk to her. I lost. I don't care. I want to go talk to her. So that happens. And then at the end of the episode, at the end of the episode, it's they're all in the group. Claire gets to pick who's getting the rose. And at the very start, she goes, hey, Blake, come here. I want to talk to you. And guys are pissed off at Blake for coming in and talking when he wasn't supposed to sort of thing. Blake gets a rose from Claire. Fucking rights, Blake. Good for you. Good for you. I was pumped that he got a rose. It was either he was going home or he was getting a rose. Claire loves confidence in Blake that he came and talked to her, even though he wasn't supposed to because he was on the losing team he gets a rose because of it i love it good for blake getting a rose he deserves to be there it'll be interesting to see what happens and it's going to be interesting to see who gets eliminated next week because the rose ceremony ceremony didn't happen in the episode it is happening at the start of the next episode there was one elimination here in this episode and holy hell this was funny brandon do your fucking homework bro do your homework. He's on the winning team. He gets his chance to talk with Claire one-on-one. And man, did he kibosh it. And he even said earlier, he even says earlier in the episode, like on one of the interviews, he goes, you know what? I didn't make a good first impression on, on night one. I want to go fix it. I'm going to go fix it right now. Dude, bro, do your homework. He didn't do any homework. He knew nothing about Claire. He, all he said was how beautiful she was. And Claire was like, dude, you didn't do any homework on me. You don't know anything about me. Because he starts off with, with the question, where, where are you from? It's like, dude, you should know that. You should know that. That's an all-time dumb question to say. All-time. Do your homework before coming to the show. Especially with a woman that's been on the show multiple times. She She's, as the first time on The Bachelorette, she made it to the finals of The Bachelor a few years ago. She hasn't been on Bachelor in Paradise twice. She's been in the show's history for a long time. <laughs> you should know your research on her, dude. So, Brandon, sent home. Just not a smart move. But that was episode two of The Bachelorette. Again, Now it was tough to watch. It was weird to watch. I didn't like it. But, hey, it is what it is. Hey, I said we were going to be The Bachelorette podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network, and damn, we're going to be, because we're going to keep talking about it here on the King's Den. Speaking of the King's Den, this has been episode 65 of the King's Den. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, we talked about a lot, but there was, again, it's off-season, but hey, we talked about a lot. There was a lot to talk about. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe and review not just the king's den but every podcast around the hockey podcast network and don't forget to follow us on twitter and instagram at the king's den thpn don't forget to follow the hockey podcast network on twitter and instagram at the king's den or sorry at hockey pod net don't forget to follow the hockey podcast network on youtube for all of our video footage 
And don't forget to follow us on Patreon for just $1. You can find all our exclusive bonus content, including every episode of After Hours, the show that we do about every second Saturday night here at the Hockey Podcast Network. Again, don't forget, don't forget, don't just listen to the Kings Den. Once you're done with this episode, go listen to every other podcast around the network because all we do is produce great, great content across this whole network. So definitely check everyone out across the network. And have a great week. Stay safe. I know COVID numbers are up again, the biggest they've ever been here in North America, and it's scary. So please stay safe, but have a great week. Stay positive, and we'll talk to you next Monday for episode 66.